Shalom to all. Today we're learning Mishnah's Dalad Mishnah Yud and Yud Aleph. And today's Mishnah is being learned with Chosrim Shlomim Zalman Vizugasim Arsiyat Vichalyet Zechalatim. They should be benched with that Sachat Slachan Siyat Ishmael. Good health, Parnas B'Shafa, and Kol Tov Sela. And up until now we've been learning about Peah, and now we're going to be learning about Leket. Ezu Leket. What exactly is Leket? Hanoshe B'Shasak Tzira. Something which falls at the time of harvesting. As he's harvesting his grain, a few stalks fall, so those have to be left for the Ani. That's called Leket. Let's say Hayakaitzer. He's harvesting his grain like normal. Katzer Mlayada. He cut a whole handful of grain. Talish Mlaykumtsai. He uprooted a whole handful of whatever he was uprooting, and then he co-kites. His hand was struck by a thorn. And then something fell out of his hand onto the ground. That belongs to the Baal Like it's only something that falls in the normal course of harvesting. But over here, something out of the ordinary happened. His hand was struck by a thorn, so then that's not considered leket. Now, before we continue on, we have to understand how harvesting actually worked. The farmer would grasp a handful of grain in one hand, and then swing his sickle at it and cut it down. So a perfect swing would accomplish cutting only the grain he's holding. No more, no less. Sometimes, though, it wasn't a perfect swing. Sometimes it was too wide of a swing and cut more grain than he was actually holding, and sometimes it was too shallow of a swing, and even though the grain in his hand was cut, some of it was cut by the outside and not so sharp part of the sickle, as opposed to the inside of the sickle. Sanat Misha tells us, let's say something on the inside of his hand was cut, he was grasping a whole handful of grain, and he cut all that grain down. However, it was not a perfect swing. Actually, it was too shallow of a swing, and that which was cut in his hand was cut by the outside of the sickle. Part of it was cut by the inside, part of it was cut by the outside. Or, something was cut by the inside part of the sickle, meaning he swung too wide, and something that was not being held by his hand was cut by the sickle, but it was cut by the inside part of it. In both of those cases, the Aniyim get to keep it, because that's considered in the normal course of harvesting. However, if this stalk of grain that had fallen was cut, and it was on the outside of his hand, he wasn't holding it, and it was also cut on the outside part of the sickle, it wasn't cut by the inside part of the sickle, so that stalk of grain that fell, it actually belongs to the Baalabayas, because that's not considered part of the normal course of harvesting. Let's say Rosh Hayad, the grain that had fallen on the ground was actually being held by the tip of his hand in between his fingers, but not actually being grasped by his hand, or if Rosh Hamagal was cut by the tip of the sickle, not the inside or the outside part. So Rabbi Shmuel he says Lanim, that belongs to Lanim. Rabbi Kiva Emer, he says Labalabayas, that belongs to the Balabayas. And moving on to Mishnah Yod Aleph, we're going to talk about ants for a little bit. So this person was walking through his field, and he noticed a bunch of ant holes, or ant hills, and he digs them up, and he sees that there's a whole bunch of grain inside these ant holes. They stole his grain. Is he allowed to take that grain for himself, or does he have to suspect that perhaps it's Leket? So Mishnah Yadav tells us, if he finds these ant holes and it's still within the Kama, it's still within the standing grain, meaning that he had not started harvesting his field yet, whatever grain he finds within their ant holes actually belongs to him, it belongs to Baal it can't possibly be Leket because he hasn't started harvesting his field yet. However, if he finds these ant holes after the Kitesrim, after the harvesters went through the field, it could be that the ant holes were actually in a part of the field that wasn't harvested yet, but part of the field was harvested, so then it's very possible that the grain that he finds in these ant holes actually was leket. So El Yainim the upper grain that he finds belongs to the Anim because we assume that that's leket, and the lower grain belongs to the Baal Now, how does he differentiate between the upper grain and the lower grain? So they're different colors. The upper grain is like a golden yellow or white color, and that's clearly ripe grain that was just taken from the harvest, which means that was leket, and the ants stole the Anim's leket, so that has to be given to the Anim. However, the lower grain is green, it's unripe, and that was clearly taken before the harvest, and that belongs to the Baalabayas. Now, if Mayor Eimer, he says, everything belongs to the Anim, even the green grain that was found in these ant holes, because a suffix of Leket also is Leket. Why is it a suffix that maybe this belongs to the Anim? We just said that green, unripe grain can't possibly be the Anim's, and the answer is that's actually not true. In every single harvest of ripe grain, there's going to be some unripe grain. So our mayor says, it's actually a suffix. This unripe grain might actually have come from this harvest, and it might actually belong to the Anim, and a suffix Leket is Leket, 
get, and we have to let the Aniyim keep it. We're going to stop you for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Parak Hay, Mishnah Aleph, and Bays. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.